Welcome back to The Rock Fight, where we speak our truth, slay sacred cows, sometimes we agree to disagree. We're back today, Justin Hausman's here, we're going to be talking about a bunch of different stuff regarding apparel. Um, first, Justin, how are we doing today, you alright? Yeah, we're doing good. I uh, I don't know if if our uh, our loyal listeners will be able to tell, but this is the first show I've done without braces. I got my oh, braces Oh shit, I didn't even notice. Let's get a big smile. Yeah, huh? Look at that. Wow. Not That's what $8,000 buys you. Uh, pretty amazing. I mean, I've, I've had super, super crooked, bad teeth my whole life. So um, it's pretty, it's it, like I was, I kind of, maybe now I kind of think everybody should wait to get braces until they're adults because you get uh, appreciated more. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're 13 and your teeth are just starting to slightly be a little misshapen or something and you get braces you don't know but i mean i've yeah. spent i have a lifetime of of not smiling with my mouth open and and being like super self-conscious about photos <laughs> anyway well last week i put up an episode of the show about cycling apparel and sort of the do's and don'ts of how to dress on particular kinds of bikes and i've also on the show did an episode about button down shirts and sunglasses and a whole thing on cotton kills and kind of at the heart of these episodes is calling, you know, outdoorsy people out on their bullshit in a lot of ways, including myself. You know, I think our community likes to believe that we're this welcoming place or we find common ground in outdoor pursuits. And part of me is taking a stance on some of these topics is because, one, I'm an opinionated asshole. Uh, and also, though, it's to provide sort of a satirical look at, you know, how stupid all of this can be. Um, at the same time, I think we're just kind of inherently judgy. We immediately, you know, we have triggers. You 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 see something and something clicks in your head and you feel a certain way, you know, good, bad or otherwise. So I guess starting broadly and focusing mostly on how people dress either on an outdoorsy side or just in general, like why? I mean, I've written a bunch of stuff on this now. I'm sure you've written about some of this stuff over the course of your your career as a journalist. Why does this bother us so much? Like, why, why is it about how other people dress, again, either outside or in their everyday life, that it can bother us so much? Um, before we get into that, I, I uh, Cotton Kills would be a really good band name, right? <laughs> it would be, actually. Or a better yeah. album name. I think a band name. Cotton Kills would be great. You'd you if I saw Cotton Kills on a marquee, I'd, I I, haven't see, I I don't even go to live music anymore, but I totally would. All right. So what do we wait? What what? Yeah. What did you ask me? Yeah. I don't know. Why do I care what other kills. people wear? I think it might be tribal. That's my That's answer. The answer? I think it, well, I, I think maybe. So okay. So if you find yourself out there, out there in the great outdoors, and you see a group of people and they're wearing what you're wearing or the same kind of vibe that you're that you're vibing with like that you kind of you feel like they're you're part of the same club like you know for example i'm a dedicated jorts man um daily life but especially on bikes and uh i don't do it for the compliments but like all you know like i've never ever had anybody compliment me on regular mountain bike shorts in my life you know but if i'm wearing jorts you know i'll usually i'll get a comment or two maybe you know like at the trailhead or or whatever like nice yeah. dude or whatever and maybe they're making fun of me i don't know but like they're they're noticing and like it feels kind of good but like if i see other people on jorts i'm like sick what's up you know like it's it's a cool feeling or like the few times i'll actually ride like gnarly trails in my bedrocks like every once in a while i'll see somebody in sandals yeah mountain bike and you're like hey you know like you're kind of you're vibing together at that point so maybe it's so when someone is like in the opposite, you're like, hmm, you know, it's almost like a political thing. You're like, well, ooh, boy, you have a different worldview than me. I don't like you. <laughs> I think that's what it is. Well, I think the George thing is interesting to drill down on because 
and you do see it and it's almost i think it's a reward for somebody thinking or doing differently because usually yeah. it is a like 90 percent of what you see is the same right mm -hmm. and it's just a little bit more like you went to the bike shop they said you should wear this and now you are wearing i've that. never seen a pair of jorts for sale at a bike shop i'm sure there are bike right. shops where that's a thing but i've never seen that well, and I mean, if we want to talk about maybe this is the jorts episode, I mean, like I, you know, I did buy a pair of Ripton's, but I immediately felt gross about it. It's like, you should make your what? own jorts. Yeah, I, they're fine, but they're, I, I just, I'd rather have my, my, I have two pairs of jorts that I made myself from oh, jeans. Oh, well, that's Those way better. Sure. Of course. Yeah. yeah. I just don't, I, I don't like, I don't like, this is, it's weird. I don't like wearing uh, jeans, normal, like actual jeans that have stretch mm -hmm. in them. Like when it comes okay. to jeans, I want like actual, like heavy like denim. denim. Yeah, yeah, and like I love it when you've had them for thirty years and they they kind of lighten up that way. But like I don't want stretch in my in my jeans, um. So I can't. I can make jorts with my jeans, but they're not. I I don't think I'd ride a bike in them. They'd feel terrible. Yeah, the stretch is, the the Ripton thing. The stretch is crucial. Like having and that I, stretch is kind of. I don't know if we've talked about this, but hand up, which is like kind of a cheaper, cheaper kind of funny. Haha, we're cool, bros. Like like mountain bike company, kind of like a pit viper made clothes. Um, okay, they make pretty good jorts that i've actually like okay, so, but wh why jorts like what is it about the jorts that make it better or is it just that it's different than a typical mountain bike kit well i okay good question i i don't like how long mountain bike shorts are usually like, i agree I hate it. yep and so um I, I that's part of it i mean if they made i actually got a pair of mountain hardware like commuter bike shorts recently and i think it's like a seven inch inseam it's like super short shorts and they're yeah. great i'm like yeah. i've been wearing them on my mountain bike um i don't really know the I have no idea what the point of long shorts is on a mountain bike. Uh, it, okay. I talk about this in the cycling episode. Like that's the thing that's always driven me crazy for years is when I was mountain bike racing, I'd wear basically a roadie kit, right? When I was racing, mm -hmm. like doing cross country races. And you realize that actually that makes more sense on a mountain bike than even on a roadie kit because mountain biking is dynamic, right? You're out of your saddle. You're moving around. You have way more opportunities for your crotch of your pants or shorts yeah. or whatever to catch yeah. on your saddle. And yeah. so actually the sport of mountain biking is much more uh, aligned with, you know, having something tight on your body mm -hmm. versus um, I think, I believe the reason why it's not like that is because of, you know, skate culture and the way it was. Yeah. If you go back and watch like MTV sports videos from the early nineties, mountain bikers were dressed more like road cyclists. Yeah. And I think that's sort of the infusion of the extreme sports of like, no, we're counter to that. We are not roadies. That's where the baggy stuff comes from, but it really doesn't make a lot of sense when it comes no, to the totally. It does. Right? I mean, I still, I, I'm not going to wear, you know, just cycling bibs on my mountain bike. I don't look like a dork, you know. I That's do that sometimes. I have a pair of Pearl Izumi, uh, like bib bib liners, liner bib yeah. bib liners. I'm still not sure if they're actually meant to be worn by themselves. I should probably ask. I don't really know. It's because like the are way they, they look. <laughs> no, no, they're not. And like, okay. and like the and like the the shorts are are pretty long. Like they yeah. go almost down to my knee for like for liner shorts. And I'm like, I think maybe the whole point is that you could just wear these by themselves. So I do. Yeah. Uh, but that's the only time I ever really wear spandex. Like. Sure. Spandex feels amazing on a bike. I mean, I really agree does, with you 100%. Yeah. It feels terrific, but I'm just never, I'm just never going to do but it. But you will never wear those under your George though, right? I do. I do oh, okay. sometimes. Okay. I don't really wear, I don't wear, like we talked about the other day. I don't wear, wait, did we talk about it? Was that you I was talking to? I was talking to somebody about how I don't really wear liner shorts that much. We did talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, off mic. Only because I don't ride long enough distances or whatever. But yeah, I, I often do have. But then you you run into the problem where like if the liner shorts are peeking out from under your 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 short short jorts, that looks kind of terrible. So well, it depends, right? Because if it's like if it's really if your if your liner shorts are all the way down to your knee and you're in your short short jorts in their jorts, bad look. Bad but luck. I have a pair of like mission, um, uh, sorry, or not uh, mission shorts that are like a short short mountain biking short, 
and you just get a little peek of the uh of the of the liner coming out and it actually was kind of cool <laughs> i bet i don't really know why i like to wear them i i, I think yeah. it, i do think it looks cool i like that i can wear them around like i i wear my my performance shorts like everywhere i mean they're kind of my regular shorts right. so i like that aspect but i think it's a little bit of a I I'm definitely a, a sort of a bomb thrower about people taking things too seriously, you know? And so yes, me too. Like on, on Saturdays where I live mountain bikers and roadies, but, but you know, I don't really, roadies don't really exist in my purview, you know, I don't uh, get road sports. I just don't get it. It's not as much fun. I was like, Hey, they're off the trails. That's so great. That's true. More power to them. They're on the trails, but you know, like starting, starting this afternoon and tomorrow, my little town will be just inundated with, with mountain bikers. And so many of them are like, full protection and like full face helmets, which I do wear full face as we've discussed, but like, uh, super, just, just like, they like, look like they went into the mountain bike shop and just bought one of everything, you know? Yeah. And, uh, so I kind of like just, just rolling out there and like a, and like a button down and some jorts and just being like, Hey, right. now you're you tricking know? me on the button down. You got to sell me on the button down. I just, and part of it is I don't, I, I think there's, there's two ways to go on it. And I want to hear what you think about it. We talked about this a little bit off mic, but I want to kind of set the table for it because I, my whole button down plaid shirt episode was rooted in just seeing photos of people going out on their mountain bike or, or trail running, like especially ultra runners and literally wearing like a shirt with the top button buttoned. And it's just like, dude, just put on a t-shirt. Like you're, you're create, you have cha more chafing with that. Like there's more, there's more there. Like if you're, if you're, if you're being uh, in an aerobic activity, it just really bothered me to, <laughs> to a certain point. At the same time, I can see like what my buddy on a recent trip had on a button down the whole time. And it was, he had a cat print on it and he looked like a moron in a good way. You know what I mean? It was just like, I'm like, all right, that's kind of cool too. But I mean, you're a big proponent of the button down shirt. What is it about the button down shirt that you like so much? I think it's because um, I don't really like to wear, I don't like to wear cotton shirts while I'm riding a bike uh, just because they're not as comfortable. Um, mm -hmm. unless, I, unless it's like an old, like, you know, it's worn through in places, you know, a cotton poly blend is what you got to do really. Yeah. And I just don't yeah. look good in those. Like I'm not, I have like, I'm skinny and like, I don't, I have kind of narrow shoulders. Like I don't fill out a t-shirt in like a great way. And so, uh, <laughs> seriously, I mean, that's like, so like if I wear like a performance t-shirt, it just, it just looks like I'm wearing a trash bag. Like it doesn't work. Oh, and like so a I, synthetic or, or like a yeah, performance like t-shirt. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. If I, like a wool shirt and stuff, I'll wear that sometimes, like a wool mm -hmm. t-shirt. But for the most part, I, I like having my arms covered for some reason. And so you're wearing a t-shirt now, you look great. I do look good. This is this is yeah. a good shirt. Um, but but I uh I uh yeah, I don't know. I I, I like having my arms covered. I like there's you know what it is? It's like a t-shirt is just it's just it's what it is. Like you can't adjust it. There's no adjustment. I guess you could like tuck the sleeves up or something. Like there's no but like a button down, I can button all the way up. I can take it down. I can roll the sleeves up. I can roll the sleeves down. Like it just, it has a nice sort of adjustment yeah. built into it. And I don't I wear, I'm not like I'm yeah. wearing a J crew gingham button down. I mean, for the most <laughs> you part, should, that'd be awesome. I actually, if I, if I had an old enough one that like fit right, I would, but like for the most part, I'm wearing like mountain bike specific button down shirts that have some stretch right. and they have a, a, a vent in the back. Uh, I don't know. I I just I like it. I like how. But it seems like more, it right? I mean, you talk about how hot it gets there in the summertime. Like, is and you want to like I don't know. I'd rather have the t-shirt, and then if it's cold, you can throw on some arm warmers. You know, it's like I just I feel like the t-shirt is kind of the perfect base model. The right? difference like, between a t-shirt and like a lightweight button-down when the arms when the sleeves are rolled up is, is there's no difference. 
turns like heat stuff. Of course there is. It's heavier. No it's heavier fabric. I, it's yeah, got but I can unbutton down here. Buttons. Like I can unbutton. I can unbutton down to like my belly button if I want to, and I'm getting airflow up here. You can't do that with a t-shirt. I think you just like the way you look. Well, that for sure. That's. I mean, that's that's. <laughs> I just said. I just said. That. I, look, I don't look great in a regular t-shirt to me. That's true. You did say that. I mean, so like that's that's just I don't know. I like about I don't know why. I, well, I'm also doing Zoom calls from the trail all the time, you know, because I'm very important. So I'll do a Zoom call business meeting, and I got like, ah, the president yeah. of the outdoors is calling. I need to take this <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes, sir. I'm on the trail right now, I, sir. Yes, I'm always on the, the trail, bike, sir. As we, as we outlined in the contract, sir. But anyway, yeah, I don't I don't know. I mean, vanity is 95 percent of it, so. Well, that's kind of what I'm getting. Whether you want to admit it or not, I mean, that's just that's just how it is. Or not even. I mean, I I I joke about dressing like a dad on on purpose, but like that's a conscious decision, you know. Like I I, I've never left the house unless it was unless I was just brutally hungover without putting some thought into what I'm wearing, you know. And sometimes that might be like sweatpants and a a ratty shirt, but I'm doing it on purpose, right? And so that's that doesn't end when I'm, you know, just because I'm going hiking or or riding a bike. I think this is important too, because I have also encountered some folks who just, you know, of the out, or an outdoorsy persuasion who just kind of think, well, I don't, I never think about it. I just put on like whatever's nearby. I was interviewing somebody for a different podcast and we were talking about some like outdoor apparel uh, choices. And, you know, there was just like, oh, I don't really think about it. I just put on whatever I have. And I'm like, I just don't believe you. I think we all look in the mirror before we leave the house in the morning. I think yeah. we all think about what we're having on. I mean, maybe I overthink it, but everybody thinks about it at least a little bit. You do have to look at some, and your definition of what it can be can be different to mine, but eventually you want to look in the mirror and be like, all right, yeah, I like that. I like what yeah. I see. Every, and then you of leave. Of course, everybody does that. My Isn't daughter that does that and of... she's, she's four. Right. So I guess there's a disingenuousness I don't know if that's a word. Uh, I feel like with some outdoorsy folks that they're just not quite owning up to the fact it's like, ah, this is just what I like. You know, the people that I hear say that usually look rad. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like and it's like, oh, do this. I oh, really I just saw. put it. Let's say maybe they maybe they own four shirts and they're all cool. So of course, yeah. whatever you just randomly pick up. You know, I mean, it's pretty easy to just pick to just grab whatever in your closet if you've thought about everything. And like, yeah. well, I'm joking, but that's kind of. I mean, I'm 45 years old almost, and so like there's not something in my closet I didn't think about. And so it all, it's like your house at a certain point, everything matches. Cause it's like, you've, you've had time to like put it together. Right. So like your closet's that way too. So, you know, like for the most part, when I go out somewhere, like even if it is just throwing some shit on, like it all kind of yeah. works together. Cause I've thought about it and I don't, that's so what that's fine. Like there's nothing cool about looking like shit. Like that's not like, like it's, it's not cooler that you don't care. Like, you know, there's nothing wrong with taking a pride in your appearance. Well, I think it's a pretty recent uh, development too, right? Because it, we didn't have choices for a lot of years. For most most of human history, we haven't had as many choices. It'd be like these are the three things you have to wear. Yeah, you that's know. And true. I think, and I do think, you know, outdoor brands are kind of largely to blame for some of this because they set the standards of like this is what you wear when. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, do you think backpackers in the '60s like looks down their nose at other backpackers who wore the wrong jeans or flannels because that's all that there was to wear when you were backpacking, right? Of I mean, course they would have. Yes. I mean, yeah, they had fewer options, but why wouldn't they? Why wouldn't they have done exactly the same thing? You think we're different? I think it's a little different culturally. I mean, because we have all these choices now. You can, you know, look a certain way. You can look lots of different ways. I think then it was like, this is the one way you look. 
Yeah, but then you, you could add your own to. pieces of flair, you know, like you could kind of you could kind of tweak it. I don't I think I don't think there's there's I guarantee people thought the same thing. Like there's you no think so. I think I've always I been mean, yeah, like... we have more. We, yeah, sure. We have more options. You know, you, you, you can kind of cosplay as different <clears throat> back, you know, outdoor figures, you know, like you can be you can be synthetic spandex Gore-Tex guy one day and yeah. linens and wools the next, you know. So you yeah, can do that, I, I do straddle that line because there's lots of times I just will roll out. I think I even said it in the episode last week of that, like, you know, if it's like a short ride or I'm skiing out for a quick spin, like I'll just, you know, if I whatever I have on for the most part, as long as it's not like limiting, I'll just go ride in it. But then if it's I want to go longer, I'll, I'll I'll wear a more traditional cycling kit, you know, because there's a function at that point. Like right. you need you need like I wouldn't wear I wouldn't like roll. I wouldn't I don't really own that much spandex stuff, but I'm not going to load up on my highest tech spandex stuff to like. Yeah. To go hit this quick little like dirt track just to get a ride in for 20 minutes, you know? Sure. But I would, if I was going to go bike packing for 45 miles that day, you know? I mean, is surfing the best here? Because really the only real faux pas you can have surfing is the color of your wetsuit. And is there a problem with wearing something that is not just a straight black wetsuit as someone who's well, been surfing so for 30 years? That is, dude, that's a, that, that's a, this is like a week long question. I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm a fan of color on wetsuits. Me too. Been, which is but a I'm huge a kook, so I think I, issue. that's okay. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, I don't. I'm not like going out and like ripping super hard, you know, even at my like peak. And uh, but I always thought colored wetsuits were cool. I mean, I'm I'm a Leo and I'm an only child, and so I'm very. I want. I kind of want people to notice me. I hate to yeah. say it, you know. Yeah. And so like, like, I don't know. Like, I think. I've never been one to be like, oh, everybody wears black wetsuits. Okay, let's. I'll just wear black wetsuit. I don't want to stay. I don't want to. I don't want to like rock the boat. Like I just. I'm. I'm not like out there like with crazy purple hair and doing wild <laughs> shit. It's like, oh, is it okay to have some a blue cuff? Cool. I'm gonna have like a little tiny bit of difference. So. Yeah, my the one I'm wearing the most now. This Vizsla suit is great because it just the shoulders have this kind of like maroon, like a really dark maroon, and it's just basically on the shoulders. So it's just a little bit of. I feel I like just love the way it looks, but it's mm -hmm. not like screaming loud color or like look at me look at me like you probably wouldn't even know you wouldn't like like what is that guy wearing looking at us so i like the little color pop but it's not a it's lot so of neurotic God, surfing is, is the most neurotic thing in the goddamn world but i think it, it really plays is. into all of this yeah i think we're neurotic mm -hmm. about all of these things i don't know mm -hmm. i think it's like to your point of like you're still you can be confident about your fashion choices but you for what, what you want to wear doing any activity but you're still looking in the mirror and like and and giving yourself the thumbs up or thumbs down and you'd probably change if the, you put something on that didn't look the way you wanted to that t-shirt you put on didn't look great like fuck this take it off and put oh, on yeah. your button down right well the other day so i mean i don't know i guess we, i'm sure there's some surfers that listen to this but uh and i'm sure you know who dane reynolds is like um do you know who dane reynolds I is i don't think i know who dane reynolds oh my is gosh <laughs> That's so funny. I'd be like, say you don't know who Alex Honnold is. Um, oh, okay. He's huge. I mean, he's like, he's like the, I don't know. He's like everyone's favorite surfer. Um, he's not on hundred foot waves, so I don't know. You know? <laughs> yeah. But he, so I, he's got to be 36 or something by now, I would guess like late thirties. And he's got three kids and he's like, he's really famous for being like everyone's favorite, like hero surfer, coolest okay. guy in the world. Uh, like 10 years ago, who kind of turned his back on everything to start his own brand, um, which except for, well, he's still sponsored by Vans, I think. I don't know. He's dude's crazy rich. But anyway, point of all of this is that like the other day he, he was like out his his wife is a prolific Instagrammer, but she's great. She's really like charming and like and cool. And they're at the family went to some event and like the little girls are dressed all wild and funny and the, the mom is super fashiony and she looked great and then dane is in these like imagine like some shitty ska from like 1998 
like that's what he's wearing this like terrible like polo that's like 14 sizes too big uh and these like shorts that go down to his ankles and like he didn't have a wallet chain but he probably like it <laughs> like he should have and like and like tall tube socks and like like low top vans and he just he looked awful and i'm like dude you're like you're oh he was it wasn't ironic like that's how he uh, dressed i don't know like every, he's very calc- like everything is very calculated with that guy and it's just like I get you're trying to look like a surf bum that doesn't care, but you look fucking terrible, dude. Like I said, the picture on all my friends. I'm like, what is what? What are you doing, man? You're done, yeah. you're like a grown up. Like, come on. So if you have one end of the spectrum is like the I don't care anymore dad look. We talked about this maybe a couple of weeks ago. Like where it's like you know, like I've just checked out. I don't care anymore. I'm wearing this because it's comfortable, and I don't care how dorky it is. And then on the other end of the spectrum is the I don't care, but I'm trying really, really yeah, hard to make like sure I, that you know I don't care. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And it just, it, I don't know, something about it made me sad. But that's, I mean, super judgmental. Well, that's, but I think that, that this is going to be interesting checking the generation. This might be kind of I, a 40 year old problem, right? Because I definitely, we, we never, our kids were kind of like, I hey, just wear whatever you want. And they all have this incredibly, very well developed sense of style and what they're comfortable wearing. Hmm. And we'll see a thing and be like, that is, that suits me. And the yeah. three of them are all different. You know, and it's 17 and two 12 year olds and, but they all look really good. And I think it's 90% of them looking, me saying they look good wearing what they're wearing is because they have the confidence in what they're wearing. And I, my generation, at least, at least in my house anyway, was very much like, now you have to dress at least this way. You need to at least have these types of clothing on. Maybe I got the, I could, oh, I have that one t-shirt that I'm allowed to wear to school. Otherwise it better have a collar. You know, a better, you know, these, you know, I don't, there was a lot of prescription of like how you were supposed to dress. Were you raised on an army base? <laughs> no, but my old, I mean, I'm sure if I told you this before, my oldest brother, you know, when he got to high school, the high school that I ended up going to, like, you still couldn't wear jeans. So you had to mm-hmm. wear like slacks, you know, and then Whoa. by then eventually it became jeans. And then my class, my, my freshman year in high school, we were the first time we were allowed to wear shorts to school. So what? Where's this? Yeah, man. This is, uh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, this is a East public Coast. school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Couldn't wear shorts. We were my brother. My brother was so mad that I was allowed to wear shorts, like at the beginning of the school year when it was still hot outside. So I, I, I I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, because gonna brag a little bit here. I mean, like, so I went to my high school was literally on the beach. <laughs> Shut and, up, uh, man. You suck. <laughs> and so I would like surf at lunch or before school and like drive into the park, drive into school and just like ch- like bucket change in the parking lot at school. Cause it's just faster that way. Yeah. And like, you like might be in a tank top and like flip flops or whatever. Like if it was like the afternoon, it was like warm. Yeah. See, I grew up, yeah, I could smell cow shit from all the farms. Oh, we had cow shit. We had a huge ag program. So there was cows. (laughs) Okay. Well, they they weren't Amish farms like where I grew up. So (laughs) I got that over you, you know, that's amazing. Yeah. So uh, maybe then my argument's blown up that maybe it isn't a generational thing. But I just kind of think I do see a level of confidence with my kids that I definitely didn't experience until I was probably older and able to kind of really understand like what I should be wearing. Well, I think that confidence is a huge thing when it comes to like what you're wearing in a, during an outdoor activity, you know, like yeah. um, and that's part of it, too. So, you know, if, if I'm uh, like this summer, I'm hopefully going to do some like extended solo backpacking once the snow finally melts. I want to feel like I'm moving fast and I want to feel like I'm, you know, uh, full of energy and I want to feel all the things that you need to like cover, you know, 20 miles in a day, you know, at altitude or whatever. And so like, yeah, for some reason, I'm sure that, I'm sure not everybody's like this, but like for me, one of the best ways to start that is to feel confident in all of right. my stuff. So that's the equipment, the, my plan for the day. So what, what trail runners is. are you going to be wearing? <laughs> <laughs> 
I've, I mean, yeah, who knows? By then, I could like have swung around a trail runner stuff. But you like, you can I, wear boots and go fast, people. Listening. You don't it's totally okay. can't. Yeah, 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 I um, and I um, you know, like those are those will be things that I've thought about a lot, like going into it, and so I'll feel confident and capable and stuff if I'm if I feel like I look right, you know, like yeah, for better or worse. And I'm sure there's plenty of people who don't really have to make that thought, but for me, it, it helps. And it's the same thing with biking, you know, like I feel, I feel like my, I feel like my riding ability and like tastes and style suit jorts and like a plaid button yeah. down really well. Like I'm not out, like I don't like send it off of giant jumps. I'm, you know, I'm not hucking it over these like 30 foot drops, you know, like I'm, I'm, I might be riding a hardtail on a difficult, on a difficult loop so for the most part i'm you know kind of a guy who's out there to have fun so like i feel like i want to project that that image because i uh, i kind of want other writers to know i guess for some reason you know like yeah hey like i'm not out here trying to like get a calm you know i'm just having a good time and so uh do we call that, it calm or is it just king of the mountain do we say calm i say calm i say calm yeah okay yeah you can say whatever you want did you want to i mean that's a lot I think you're. I think you're king wrong. Of the mountain. That's too much. I don't have. I think your. I think your definition of king of the mountain is is, <laughs> is, is, is as bad as your fashion choice. No, well, I, I think. I think you're you're spot on. I mean, obviously, if you if you're confident in what you're wearing, it's going to translate into, into performance. Uh, I think though, we though there are I'm sure a few outdoor fashion faux pas that get under your skin. Like for I'll kick it off right. So for me, in the biking community especially, I I hate the truly designed style like mountain bike jerseys, like the just cheap plastic long sleeve cycling jerseys oh, they have like the massive like, graphics like fox with like yeah or troy lee yeah. design it's like moto oh, yeah. style motor lee design stuff all looks awful awful like, and i you, you know second starting a starting a brand and just being like all in true just across everything <laughs> I, I don't that i've never that understood great what are you talking about <laughs> it's so weird to me that you would ever right? do that but yeah. well I'm, i don't know anything about troy lee i'm assuming he was a big moto guy i'm sure he was a popular athlete i would assume because his name's all over the stuff for that the, when i see people riding in those especially if it's a warm day and i saw one of these people yesterday on my little local hill they were riding their bike and it was it was the it was a little humid out it was warm i was just sweating and i was just hiking i was like walking my dog right and i'm sweating and these guys are huffing uphill on a steep trail and he's got one of those shirts on i don't think it was truly designs but that's it was that moto style you know yeah. synthetic mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that doesn't breathe well mm -hmm. and i'm like and all i want to say is like guy there's a there's a better way yeah. you know like just there's a better way you know i think that anytime i see somebody who's who's uh dressed like aggressively it, bo it yeah. bothers me you know so like if it's like tons of protection and like goggles and like you look like <laughs> i can't see your face and you look just the, the like you look like you're kind of mean like you might try to pass me in a weird way or so, like i don't know like I don't like overly aggressive anything. Same thing with like vehicles. So like that that to me is bums me out. You know, if I see if I see like a gaggle of those guys riding. What do you somewhere. see when you're backpacking that 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 bothers you? I mean, I get annoyed. I guess I get annoyed if I see people that just look like they, you know, oh oh oh, okay for sure. Well, this is this this doesn't really happen once you're like actually back there. Like for the mm -hmm. most part, like once you're really back there, like yeah, all right, maybe someone's maybe someone's ultralight, maybe somebody doesn't give a shit, but they're probably like wearing the proper things. I mean, I, it's rare that you see somebody like thirty miles deep in the backcountry who's like wearing a dress, you know, like it doesn't right, really right. happen. But I will say that like anytime I'm anywhere near where there's like snow on trails and I see like Converse, you can that like waffle pattern Converse tread, and you're like, what the fuck were you thinking? Like that drives <laughs> me absolutely insane. Right, to see people with like the just radically unprepared footwear. Even just on a day hike or something, that that drives me nuts. 
You know, it's funny. I, I wanted to start kind of railing against the outdoor brands and this notion of like all adventures have to start at the gear shop that we've sort of cultivated. But you make you saying that kind of gives credence to why that ethos sort of exists, right? Of like the people we before we hit recording, we were talking about Mount Washington in New Hampshire. Yeah. And how it's like this deadly mountain because people have heart attacks on it and get exposure and like because they don't understand the weather up there. Right. And it's like, oh, it's 75 and beautiful in the valley. And then they get up to the top, like, oh shit, I should have brought a jacket. Yeah. So I guess there is some, you know, the cotton kills thing. There there still is some like value there with those sort of that mindset of like that to like let people know that this may not be what you think it is. I guess for the initiated, it's a little silly to kind of feel like um, I got to I can't wear the shirt I bought for running biking. Like, yeah, you can. Like, it's fine. You know, like it'll it'll work just as well. Um, But for the folks who are kind of 10 miles in the backcountry with, you know, in their vans. Um, again, probably carrying like the, the spring water bottle they got at yep. the gas station before yeah, that, they got that, to the trail. That drives me nuts. That drives me nuts. I mean, it could be the kind of thing where they weren't planning on doing anything that day. I mean, that happens, I guess, you know, like, and then you found their bodies, you know? <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, Oh, this looks like a cool place to pull over. Oh, there's a trail. Oh. And then they're like 10 miles deep. I mean, that probably happens all the time. So maybe that's what, maybe that's what's gone on. Although I tend to doubt it. I mean, I think every, whatever you do is fine. If you thought about it. I mean, that's kind of my, that's kind of my mantra about anything in life. Like, even if it's just terrible decision or something I would never do. If you've thought about it, I can't fault you for it. So like if you've, you know, it's entirely possible that people are like, I think these converse will be fine. Yeah. I've got hiking shoes in the back, but I'm going to give it a go in the East, you know? Like, All right. Well, cool. you know, like this, not to bring it back around. That's true. I mean, you, you could go backpacking in converse and I'd be totally, fine. You'd be, to be fine. Honest, I'd be yeah. fine. Like I'd yeah, be fine me too. Yeah. So, I know what to I expect. Right, yeah, dude. I did my. I will. Like, maybe someday that will be the coolest thing in the world. I don't know. I could. I guess I'm trying to get to the root of the issue here. I think I do think kind of bring myself full circle from what I just said. I do think that the industry should do a better job because they're very. It's just all focused on. It's not about the experience. It's about like just selling the next thing. Yeah. And of so, depending on which brand you're looking at, it's you know to our you know trail running you know versus boot conversation. Like, you know, you, you, what you have to say holds water because you've tried it all. Right. And it's kind of like, you know, like, and you, but, but, you know, and it really at the end of the day, you just came back to, yeah, I just prefer boots, you know? Yeah. And with that, you know, whatever argument I could make against that, you could be like, cool. <laughs> I prefer boots. I mean, you know I, I mean? guarantee you, I guarantee you people have like probably seen me in the backcountry been like, what the, f why is that What's on your those? feet, bro? Yeah, you know? totally. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. You know? Right. I mean, like, they don't know. They don't know that I'm an expert. Well, and I think this is what I, I've said this before, and I kind of I'm, I'm building towards my my um, my my episode where I talk about outdoor brands a little bit more because it's just I want to see some leadership over that. I don't think it's it's you can't just say it's 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 capitalism and these people are making products and it's about the bottom line. I understand that plays into it. I get that, you know, and, and they're all for profit enterprises that need to make money. I understand the, the game. However, you're guiding people how to go outside. You're you're you've become the entry point to how these people discover the outdoors, right? You're, you're the outdoor brands are the celebrities of the outdoor industry. Everyone cares. No one cares. If Alex Honnold is at a North Face event, you think the North Face is going to be overshadowed by Alex Honnold? No, they talk about the North Face. You know, it's so. You know, I think that more should be done there to kind of at least shed the light on the options that you have. I mean, really, most people should buy go to a thrift shop before they go to an outdoor yeah. gear shop for for the beginner type stuff. I'm just going yeah. for a hike. I need a loose shirt, a loose pair of shorts, whatever. Don't worry about you know having fucking plastic underwear to wear under your you know synthetic underwear under your. It's fine. Your underwear is fine. Like just <laughs> get outside and go for a little bit. But then understand that hey, when you get a little further away from the trailhead. 
when now you're getting a little, your safety is a little further behind you than it is in front of you, that that's when you might want to think about what you have on your feet, mm -hmm. what you have on your back. Like, you know, is that shirt, it, you know, great. You like button down shirts. I prefer t-shirts. You know, d d is it going to chafe your armpits? What have you tried? You know, those yeah. kinds of things. And that's the, that's the education point, not just, Hey, we have this great new tech tee. It's better than our last tech tee. You should buy that if you want to go outside. And if you don't mm -hmm. buy it, you're going to die. You mm -hmm. know, just kind of the the vibe I get from most from the industry. You know what I mean? So we're publishing a new, uh, well, it's not actually new. It's we're in the new issue. The new issue of AJ has a uh, an uh, essay by uh, Yvonne Chouinard in it about, for, uh, that I don't remember when you wrote it, 10 years ago or something like that. And it's it's pretty long and it's it's kind of his philosophy about business and being an outdoors person and the ethics of both. And he and he's already wrestling with um and Patagonia at this point is already huge when he's writing it. And he's already yeah. wrestling with like, do we make too much stuff? Um, you know, that kind of thing. And like I, I truthfully spoiler alert, yes. Yeah. And it's like I truthfully don't understand why if you start a like I don't know why he's not still like banging out, you know, <laughs> carabiners and whatever at at Schoenard Equipment Company and that little tin shed in Ventura. Like I don't know why liability insurance. <laughs> well, sh sh but I mean, like what, like no, why know, do you I need know. to make 75 different yeah. like down right. shirts or whatever? Like, I don't know why any brand does that. There's probably a reason I've never started an yeah, apparel uh, company. Money. You know? Money is the reason. Right. But like, don't you make yeah. enough if you only make like three things? Like my friend that owns a wetsuit company, they don't add new suits every year. They make, they make the same thicknesses for yep. men and women. And they, they have the same, they, they like very slightly tweak the logo every two years, you know? Right. And so, and they make money. They're fine. They're great. Like, um, super profitable. So like that to me, um, I don't know why that more brands don't do that. And maybe there's smaller ones that do, I don't know. Like I would well, rather like how cool to be if it was like, Hey, this is Justin's outdoor brand. And we make, we make, uh, like some performance jorts. We make some like hiking pants out of whatever I decided is the best two pairs, you know, or whatever, and yeah. like, a couple, couple breathable button downs and that's it. Like, I don't know why that's not a thing. You know, the next generation of outdoor brands is going to be really interesting because the previous one like you're describing, and these are the ones that still kind of get all the notoriety, you know, they came up in the coming out of the 90s, the outdoor explosion, all these things, right? North Face goes mainstream, the nut, the noopsie, the loatsie, those, you know, like hip hop discovering outdoor, becoming yeah. cool, you know, early 2000s. It's like, who's going to be the next big brand? Who's going to be a billion dollar brand? And they were all independent and super cool and had and each brought something interesting to the table. And then within the last 10 years, you know, now every one of them, except for Patagonia, is owned by a publicly traded company and it's all profit generated and it's all vanilla and it's all kind of the same. Right. I mean, I not to bag on Steo, I think I'm not sure. I don't know a lot about the company as uh, in terms of people and how they run, but I look at their products, you know, I'll see it in an email blast or something like, oh, look at this new Steo store. And I'm like, okay, swap out the steel logo with any other out, you know, yeah. big brand out, outdoor brand, big outdoor brand, and it looks the same. You know, this kind of sea of sameness out there versus what you're describing, like these kind of, and I think too, like everybody, th that generation, even the Steos, the people who came up kind of after Marmot, North Face, Hardware, Patagonia, these brands, it was still kind of how can we be the next big thing without maybe thinking about the next. There's, there's not enough room for another big thing, you know, mm -hmm. like we have all the big things that we can handle and even they're going to have a tough time hanging on to being is remaining the big thing. Right. Um, you know, and I think that the, the North face is a great example of like a billion dollar brand, but how much of that is actually technical outdoor apparel? Not right. much. I guarantee so, they make the, all their money from t-shirts anyway. Yeah, totally. Which I mean, I, and I get that.
but if you're if you're approaching it from we're doing this to be as big as possible then you end up in the place where we're in now if the more kind of savvy we're doing i mean maybe nemo's a good example i mean cam over at nemo's owned that brand for 20 years and by all accounts they're, they're just happy being who they are making great shit you know doing in, incredible stuff being known as like just a great mm -hmm. brand that makes really cool stuff i don't know if they have aspirations to sell to a bigger parent but if they whether they do that they don't you know it does seem like it's enough like we're going to make really good product and we're going to make some money while doing it yeah. and everything's going to be cool and if that's kind of where this is headed, then I have actually a lot of optimism for the industry because that's the way it, it should be. You said on this podcast a few months ago, right, about wouldn't it be great if we got to this place where everybody could kind of be served locally, almost like an organic farm in terms yeah. of like outdoor apparel. Like, yeah, it kind of makes a lot of sense to me. Like what you just described, like those are the places where I like to shop for stuff now, right? It's like, you know, I either go to like a place like a gear trade, it's a secondhand place, or if I need something new, it's like, well, who's the small, you know, up and comer who's got some really interesting new products and makes them responsibly. And I feel better giving my money to, even if it's more expensive than the half as good option from one of the old big brands. Mm -hmm. So I don't mm -hmm. know, man, it's a, it, it, the future is, it, it, it's an interesting inflection point probably for the entire industry. You do know? your daughters like, do they buy secondhand clothes? They do because they like shopping for secondhand. They love going well, to They don't have stores. any money, I guess, but yeah. <laughs> do they like me to buy them secondhand clothes? Yeah, yes. Yeah. But I mean, like, are they, do they like, like, are they, interested in the idea of like not making new things like does it does it yeah. make sense to them yeah my oldest is starting to kind of put it together about the impact you know and and, and where to spend the money and that she's kind of now getting like oh this is a better way of doing things mm -hmm. versus the other ones i think just like that it's unique and they'll have something unique that their friends won't have which is well, that's, that's a great place to start too and that's huge and i and i would say that that's a lot of <clears throat> what motivates what i wear when i'm going out and doing stuff too is that yeah. even if it's not completely unique obviously it's not i didn't make it myself but like still like most of the people aren't wearing what i'm wearing and i like that you know like i just i like being an individual and so that's that that plays in that's probably 95 percent of why i choose to wear what i wear when i go out the other five percent is like does this work like does it make or whatever and then, then i'm good you know i guess to kind of finish it up i mean really it kind of comes down to I kind of feel like i've been a little bit on my soapbox probably a little bit unfair you know, at the same time, I don't feel like I'm wrong about it either. So I guess you really, if you're listening to this and you're new to outdoor sports, you know, you got to find the things that you're comfortable wearing, do a little research, you know, which you probably are doing anyway. If you're not, you're going to probably learn through default that you should, um, you really pay attention to the climate you're in. That's where I, that's my thing on the climate, the, the cotton kills piece. It's like, we have so much more information. Do we really have to resort to this hyperbolic like statement to like, you know, scare people out of doing something or into doing something and, you know, just kind of figure out what's going to work for the climate you're going to be in and, you know, make good decisions, you know, try to, if you can go to the thrift store, see what's there, you know, but the gear shop, the, the gear shop exists if you need it, you know, wear what makes you feel like you, but also realize that you might, your decision might make you look like a giant dork. So just keep that in mind. I guess that's my, that's my final thoughts on it. What do you got? It's just weird that you're saying all this and you're recording this nude. Like that's the, the funniest part about all this. Well, I knew you were going to be here with your overalls and no shirt on. So uh... <laughs> I just, I, I, you know, I, I, uh, I think that I've learned a little bit about myself during this, this episode. And um, I mean, I'm going to kind of, I'm still going to be judgmental. I'm always going to be judgmental. That's just, that's, I'm a judgmental person. Um, mm. But at the same time, I think I've realized that it probably, you know, like we, we think too much about what other people are wearing. I think. Yeah. Like I think there's no, right. there's no good, like 
unless you're gonna do something about it, like, hey man, like those pants might kill you or whatever. Like, like what's who even like we're hey, not man, doing anything. Like it doesn't make me happier to get mad at you for wearing the dump for wearing something stupid, you know? Right, right. So maybe I'll try and like not care. I guess I don't know. I still will. No, I'm not gonna try. I'm not gonna try. I'm still gonna get annoyed at people. So that's I think it's well positioned, you know, um, judginess, right? We're not talking about like the stupid laws in Tennessee where you can't dress and drag anymore. Which like why? And do I would you never care, tell right? you. I would never be like, "Hey, yeah. man, you look stupid." Like I'm right. not like going to be a jerk, you know. Like I just I'm gonna hold it in. I'm gonna hold it's it. It's good. In. It's good for you to process those feelings, you know. Mm -hmm. And if any of you ever see me somewhere and I'm wearing jorts and a plaid shirt. Um, and it looks bad. I mean, I guess I'd want you to tell me, even though obviously it wouldn't look bad. But you do know. you go with like three quarter socks, like 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 up the calf with Depends. that, with that? or Depends the uh, the low like low low? I mini, hate low mini, socks. micro minis. Micro no, minis are no, bad. Never. I hate them. Yeah, I, I like a lot of sock. Wow, why why so much hate for the micro mini? Don't know. I don't know. Oh, that's all I'm gonna wear next time we go biking together. It's gonna be great. Well, you're tall. How tall are you? I'm like five eleven. How the hell do you have thir size thirteen feet? You must look like a, like you're snorkeling <laughs> everywhere you go. I got some big dogs, man. Wow. I mean, I'm like 6'2", and I have size 12s. Yeah, you need to I catch was, up, you know? I, I was going to say that I think I don't like the tiny socks because, like, I have super long, like, skinny legs, and I, I need some sock to kind mm. of, I don't know. I need some sock there. But Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I do like the look. I think the cycling look makes sense with some sock. I, I You know, I think that's universal across all cycling disciplines. Also, but I wear long socks with shorts. I don't know, man. Oh, see, I don't. Yeah, I don't do that. I don't know. I don't know to tell you. Why does Le yeah. Why does LeBron James wear an arm warmer on an arm? He's not on his off shooting hand. I mean, like, why do people? Why do people do anything? You know, good question. It's what he's yeah. comfortable with. Let's get Just you know like what? Let's you get him on. Be. Let's get him on. Let's All right, next week, come back. LeBron James will be here. LeBron James will be here. Hopefully, uh, you know, maybe two to two at that point. The series will be. We don't oh, know. Come on, no, go Nugs. <laughs> oh boy, I don't hate and the Nuggets. At all? How could you hate the Nuggets? Or, I mean, I, I can I, tell you why. I hate, hate the, the Warriors. Nuggets. That felt great. That felt good. But I can tell you why you should hate the Nuggets because they're called the Nuggets. There's there a worse name for a sports franchise than the Nuggets. You know, the Nugget was a porn magazine like back in the day. Like, come on, I've never nuggets? actually thought about it. I it's mean, a terrible name. Did they even mine for gold in Denver? Or I in don't Colorado? know. Yeah, gosh, is that the worst name in basketball? The Wizards is pretty bad. Wizards is bad, but Nuggets. Bullets was cool. I mean, I get like, why they changed it, but I hear Nugget, cool I think turd. I'm sorry. I just that's I'm, I can't believe I've never thought about it before. I because I've never thought about the Denver Nuggets before. Right. I'm not a big fan of Denver teams. Sorry, Denver. We love you yeah. in Denver. Rockwell loves Denver, not Denver. I don't teams. love Denver. I don't like Denver. I'll say it. I don't like Denver. I'm saying I'm getting really close to the microphone now. I don't care for Denver. I can't place. cut it out now. I don't care. We'll do a Colorado episode soon. I can't wait. All right. Now come back next week for LeBron James and uh make sure you <laughs> Make sure you put on your uh, your good clothes when you go outside. That's right. We'll talk to you next time. All right. That's our show for today. Thanks for checking out The Rock Fight. I'm excited to hear from you all on this episode. Send your feedback and angry letters about judging others' outdoor fashion to myrockfight at gmail.com. Hey, guys, you want to see something cool? Check out our revamped website by heading to rockfight.co. It's like .com, but without the M. Rockfight. Dot code rockfight.co all past episodes of the rock fight are there including readable versions of all my hot takes and this is just a preview there are some big things coming in the realm of rock fighting stay tuned and enjoy the new site thanks again to my co-host justin hausman thanks to you for listening to the show i am colin true the rock fight is a production of rock fight llc we'll see you next time rock fight!